award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad y'all are tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Once again, we're still on Zoom uh, with this pandemic that's going around. We've not been able to get to the office very much, so we're shooting these on location or, or at our homes and that kind of thing. So, uh, but we're trying to keep bringing you the, the outdoor information and keep having fun with this. Uh, we've got Don King helping co-host today, and I appreciate him being on. Hey, Don, how's it going in your neck of the woods? Good, good, going well, Jason. Hey, thanks for the invite again. And uh, I see, see, due to the quarantine, I still haven't been able to get you the hat, but I'm going to get it for you. And if anybody's interested, when you buy your license this year, pick up one of these uh, these hats that benefits our foundation. And uh, I think it's a pretty good look. You know, I'm uh, I don't wear a hat all the time, but but I'm I think this kind of suits me. So so I'm good to go with it. Yeah, it looks good on you. It looks good. Yeah, they're um, it's a it's an easy twenty bucks, and that helps go toward helping programs and things like that for the agency and outreach and get out hunting fish and that kind of thing. So it's a good investment. And that's all at Go Outdoors Tennessee. That's right. From what I hear from the ladies that fulfill the orders, there's been plenty of orders. So, <laughs> so that's a good thing. They've been busy and they've been able to get to the office a little bit and fill some of those. But uh, we got an exciting show for you today. I'm, oh, I'm, man, we sure do. We sure do. It's uh, <laughs> I'm excited to have uh, Logan White and Carl Klug with us. He's, uh, uh, they're both owners of the Archery Den in, in Franklin. And uh, we're going to dive into all that today. And and uh, I'm just excited to have them with us. Guys, thanks for being here. Absolutely. No problem. Um, well, I want to start off and just introduce you guys and let people uh, know what you do and, and, uh, and a little bit about you. So we'll just start off with Logan, I guess, and, and uh, uh, tell us about yourself, Logan. How did you get into the outdoors and, and get into the archery business? Uh, I grew up in the outdoors like every kid around here or every kid I knew around here, um, and it just went from there. So, uh, as a got into college, played college football at a small NAI school. Once I got hurt and couldn't play anymore, I, I just I crashed into the outdoors. That's when I really got into it and started taking it more than just a weekend guy. Um, and it, it just went from there. It's a passion. Uh, I love it. I live it. Um, every year, we're, we're, I'm going somewhere else, going somewhere different, learning a new animal to hunt, figuring it out. Um, right now, my big kick's the mountains, man. Um, out west, Colorado, Wyoming. This year, we got elk, uh, bear, antelope, mule deer tagged. Excited about that. And then um, a little bit about me. Uh, married uh, my wife, Ashley. We've got a daughter named Kansas. Got one on the way. Uh, and then I'm a full-time fireman for the city of Spring Hill. Um, okay. Not at the archery shop. Wow. Well, you're you're busy. You got a lot of fun going on, a lot of work going on, and yeah. that's uh, that's cool. That's cool. That's awesome. And congratulations on the one on the way. Appreciate that. They're a bundle of joy, aren't they? They're fun. They keep you on your toes for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's jump over and talk to Carl real quick. Uh, uh, it was uh, cool to learn a little bit about you and and your past uh, uh playing for the tennessee titans uh, number 97 so uh let's hear a little about yourself and and tell us how you got introduced in the outdoors and how you and you and logan met i grew up in minnesota um 
So as you can imagine, I grew up ice fishing, um, rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting, pretty much hunting, whatever. Um, deer hunting, it was a little more recreational. Uh, it was just more sort of fill the freezer. Um, now being done with football and having a little more time, I was able to get out in the woods a little bit more this last year, uh, which was a lot of fun. It was my first year bow hunting, actually. Um, <clears throat> so th that was a uh, need in itself right there. But uh, yeah, outdoors, it's definitely a getaway. I, I love love being outside um, whenever chance I get. Um, me and Logan, we actually met. So when I moved down here, it was 2011. <clears throat> And uh, we were looking to get a dog, and the I asked the breeder who we bought the dog from. I said, "Hey, do you know of anybody that has any hunting land?" And uh, he gave me two people. One was Logan. He said, "This guy lives in the woods." Basically, called him the redneck. <laughs> and uh, I'll take and then, it. <laughs> and then it was a. Uh, He's like, and then there's another guy that has some property. He's more of a business guy. I said, "Well, let." Let me get the number of that redneck. Uh, I feel like I'd maybe be able to relate to him a little bit more. And so I reached out to him and I started talking and we just kind of hit it off right away. Obviously, uh, the outdoors is what connected us. Um, I just feel like that happens all the time too, by the way. Um, but that's how our relationship started. And uh, we just kind of grew, grew from there. Um, but yeah, I went to school at the University of Iowa. I uh, got drafted by the Titans in 2011, played seven years. Um, during that time, I, got, I was, got married after my first year. Now we have four kids. Um, I coach high school football, high school wrestling, and I train some, some of the kids on the side. Um, and then as far as the archery then goes, I kind of go in and out, not, not a whole lot. but Cool. That's that's what I do. Yeah, awesome. Don was telling me a few stats earlier. What was that you found on uh, 2011? He had some pretty good numbers there. Yeah, that that rookie year, the uh, led the rookie defensive tackles with seven sacks, which exceeded all expectations. So it's always great to exceed expectations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charles. I <laughs> yeah that's right you gotta you gotta give it your all and uh it, i from what i hear that's the kind of guy you are and i i kind of have a feeling both of you guys are like that as well you find something you love and you embrace it and you just go for it with all you got and uh man that's a that's a great way to approach life and it sounds like the same way you guys approach the family side of things too so uh so that's number one God, Working, yeah. living life in the outdoors, and I think I can speak for myself. I live a dream, man. I live, I live every hunter's dream. I'm a paid fireman, so I basically hang out and get paid to be at a frat house with all my friends, <laughs> and then I, I get paid to, to be around bows and hunt for a living. So, But number one is the family every day. Yeah, that's all. Let's jump into it, uh, turkey hunting. Uh, How's the season gone so far? Uh, uh, Logan, you said you had some success. Tell us about that. It's, it's been hard, man. This year has been so different. I don't know if it's been the weather's been so up and down and different and changing every day or what, but that's how that, – that was the first hunt me and Carl ever went on, and I got lucky. 
uh, I had a bird land on his feet. And so ever since then, he's just thought turkey hunting's easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been tough this year. Um, I've killed two. Not trying to sound arrogant. Usually by now I'm tagged out. Uh, but it's just been one thing after the other. You know, like this morning, I, I worked a bird, had him coming in, uh, thought it was going to happen. You know, I'm already ready to take pictures, and then here comes some hens. Cut them off, take them away, and it game over. So, but like I tell anybody, you can't kill them from the couch. So no matter how hard it gets, I'll be there in the morning. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm going tomorrow morning, so – yeah, Carl, have you uh, have you sacked any this year? I have to give credit to my wife on that one. She said you ought to use that. Have you sacked any yeah. turkeys this year? <laughs> I hate, yeah, like I said, I hate to admit it. I have not been out yet this year. Uh, me and Logan were trying to go a couple weeks ago, but my wife didn't feel comfortable with all the COVID crap going on, so uh, she kind of put the brakes on that. So I had to respect that. Um, but no, outside of that, I have not been out yet. Um, I share some property with a guy, well, a few guys, and he kind of yielded to me during the fall for deer hunting. So out of respect, I'm trying to give him a space uh, for the spring turkeys. I'd, I'd rather hunt in the fall than than turkey. So I hear you. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's uh, fun to to do both, but I'd have to say deer hunting is probably my favorite. You know, but yeah, yeah. But the when you hear that bird gobble, it definitely gets you, oh. gets your heart racing. Definitely, I agree with you on that. <laughs> so, what's the what's some of the land that you said you got some private land that you hunt and with a buddy or whatever? But do y'all ever hunt public land, in Tennessee, or what's your thoughts on that? Y'all y'all get out there very much and chase birds or, or deer on public land? Oh man, I probably killed my first probably ten or fifteen gobblers on public land. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing. I got lucky on all of them. But I grew up in Murray County down here on Yanali, and there's good birds on there. Mm -hmm. uh, if you find the access points and you have a good map, there are birds all over Yanali. I'm, I mean, even um, like now that I have decent farms and good ground that I can hunt, um, I'll, still, I'll still go hunt a public land spot if I know there's birds on it. Um, I put the miles on the truck during turkey season. So if there's turkeys, I'll find them. And if they're on public land, I'm not above hunting a public land bird. <laughs> you will go. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I mean, you know, it's exploring new land and that kind of thing. I, I think it, it's fun to get out there on some different properties and, and see what you can find and, and give it a shot. You know, it really tests your, your true hunting abilities that going on somewhere blind or even if you scout a little bit, you know, going to some property that you can't manage yourself, you know. Yep. And I think a lot of times the public lands are overlooked by guys too. You know, our, our managers put in a lot of time and effort to make it good, you know, to, to enhance the habitat and really uh, draw the, the wildlife. And uh, so, so it's good. You're taking advantage of it. I think too, if you put the miles in on the boots on public land and get more than 200 yards off the road, right. You have the whole place to yourself, you know, um, I really, I think the state of Tennessee has some really good state lands that anybody can go hunt, hike, enjoy them, um, use them. You know, that's what they're here for. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, what's uh, what's one of the tips you would give folks? I mean, we'll we'll talk turkey, we'll talk deer, whatever. But what's what's some of your your top tips for say turkey hunting? Put the call down or, or deer hunting. Okay. <laughs> so you like you like to still hunt still hunt turkeys then? Well, I mean, I call when when I need to call to the bird, but I've hunted with a lot, not a lot, but a few guys that if the call's in their hands, they feel like they got to scratch it. Or if it's in their mouth, they got to use it. And I'm like, hey, let me see that for a minute. Uh, I, I really do. I feel like you can overcall a bird real easy. And I feel like that has messed guys up and messed me up um, on killing that bird. You, you know, um, but that's, that's my biggest thing is don't call to him too much. And, um, that's it. Like, I feel like, uh, I'm aggressive sometimes where I get myself screwed up. Most of the time is I'll be a little over aggressive in the dark, trying to get way too close to him on the roost. But other than that, that's about it. Really. Are you a decoy kind of guy? You like to run decoys or you just, I'm not, I hardly ever run a decoy. Um, yeah, we. I don't know that me and Carl have ever put a decoy out on one of our turkey hunts. I may put one out, but if I'm in the timber, there's no way. Mm. I want that bird to come in looking, searching, checking behind every tree, you know, trying to figure out where that sound's coming from, not pinpoint it straight at a decoy. That's just that's just me though. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing since y'all own and operate the archery den and really big into archery what's do you do you find yourself chasing birds with archery equipment i have yeah it's the hardest thing i've ever done <laughs> <laughs> i bet i've never tried it but i'm sure it is it's tough it's tough i killed uh, i've killed a few with a bow um first bird i killed with a bow was a long beard after i got busted by three jakes two mornings in a row mm-hmm. so i just got lucky but yeah it's fun but when I'm ready to kill one, I'll take the shotgun. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. Um, well, I want to talk a little bit about your store and what y'all have to offer there, and and uh, what can someone find if they show up at the archery den? And then I kind of want to go through some uh, some of the things people steps they would take to get ready for a season, you know, and what kind of gear they need and what you suggest. And so, tell us about the store. What are they going to find when they when they come in and and uh, visit the archer dam it's pretty standard uh bow shop right you walk in you, you got a choice between matthew's bows and prime right and then we got all the accessories that you need uh we have a, a 10 10 yard indoor shooting range man will be there to tune you up uh logan you, you can handle that a little bit sometimes right <laughs> tune in. oh yeah um but outside of that uh like logan said we just kind of rearrange some things a little bit we have a focal point kind of like a bar area which uh is gonna put matt in the corner now working on bows he's gonna have two bow presses going now um it's a pretty smooth operation i'd say um but yeah we got targets really whatever you need if we don't have we'll order it for you cool cool yeah y'all got a good web presence i found you on the on the web and uh y'all on social media too i'm sure and and their their location jason is just I mean, so close to our archery range. So uh, that you guys must find that pretty handy when you want to step past 10 yards to, yeah. to try some gear. 
we send a lot of guys up there. Um, you know, we go up there quite a bit and shoot. That's a great range, awesome range. Um, the people, the citizens, we're lucky to have that. Um, but the biggest thing to me, you know, Carl talked about it, we're, there's no fancy frills in the shop. We're a bow shop. I don't think you'll find one better. We tend to carry um, price ranges for everybody. Um, I don't, you know, whatever yeah. you're looking for, we've got it. And then we do carry two of the top three to four brands on the market right now in archery equipment with Prime and Matthews, you know? So, yeah. well, I guess you, you stand above everybody else when you got the, you got the quality bow Smith there. You take, take care of your customers and that kind of thing. And, and I don't know if we mentioned, but that bow range we talked about nearby is right there at Williamson County Ag Expo. You'll have to check that out if you're in there, if y'all are watching or listening out there, that's a great little range to, to tune yeah, in. If you've, if you've ever gone to the Williamson County Fair, you've gone right by it. Because uh, just, just as you drive in the entrance there, look to the right, and it's up on the hill on the little rise there. Well, you've mentioned it a little bit, but let's kind of touch on it. You, you know, you got bows for, for everyone in town, anybody experience level. Uh, what would you suggest for somebody coming in on the novice side or the ex- expert side? You know, what, what are they going to be looking for when they come in? Like financially or what, like what kind of product? Yeah, yeah. Say, say somebody's coming in new to it, doesn't want to spend a lot of money. What would you suggest they go, go for? Um, something in the mission line, more than likely, depending on their age. Mission's made by Matthews. It's um, – and, and Prime has a couple uh, lower price bows as well, for sure. Um, I like the Mission line. Uh, Matt McPherson doesn't keep any profit from that line. It, it goes to missionary work all throughout the world. Um, so when a kid or a brand-new shooter comes in that is on a budget that wants good quality for their money, I definitely – point them in the mission line They're, they make quality products full lifetime warranty and they're fully adjustable especially they're great for a kid because they can adjust from like some of them will go from like 11 to 40 pounds and then some of them will go from like 17 to 7 so any shooter can handle it what, what would you say the 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 best or the or the optimal draw uh, weight would be for harvesting a deer say if you're deer hunting 45 pounds is what most people say. Uh, 42 to 45 pounds and higher, you can kill a white-tailed deer in the state of Tennessee all day long. That makes it that makes it fairly easy for the the novice to come in and and be strong enough to draw it back and and that kind of thing. Wouldn't you say? Sure. Um, we had a customer this year. He took his daughter on an archery bear hunt. She come in two and a half three months before the hunt pulling 36 pounds she shot every afternoon and probably every week from then till they left for their bear hunt she'd come in the shop we put more weight on it for uh make sure everything was adjusted right when she left she was shooting uh 51 i think wow 49 51 somewhere in there um killed a beautiful black bear we've got her dad brought us a nice picture in and i mean that's a black bear so mm-hmm. it doesn't the the muscles you use you don't use them every day but once you start shooting a lot they build really fast so that, that kind of takes me to prep say if you're if you're shooting a compound bow and that's what we're talking about right now 
how would you prepare for a season? How would you uh, make sure you're ready to to take on take on the season? Carl, how'd you take on the Titan seasons? I mean, so, yeah, so you put yeah. you you go to the weight room, they put you on this diet, and then, <laughs> well, yeah. what do you do? Exactly, <laughs> hours and hours of weightlifting and running. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I, I learned that the hard way with my shotgun. Uh, yeah, it's no different with bow. Yeah, you just gotta get out and shoot. Uh, if you don't know where your bow is shooting, you're wasting your time in the woods. You got it's uh, repetition, uh, just like anything. Preparation. Um, you got to put the hours in, put the time in. Um, you gotta get gotta get comfortable with your bow. So if you if you don't feel very confident at 30, 40 yards, you're kind of wasting your time going out in the woods a little bit. I would say, um, but. You know, you got to do the the prep work in the woods. Um, kind of get see where your see where the deer are at. Um, setting yourself up right, obviously, right, and then just shooting your bow. So it's similar to playing for the Titans. They got a you got you on a plan, and you you got to stay with it and keep practicing and keep working and keep strength training and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's no different muscle memory, <laughs> right? Uh, shooting a bow, muscle memory, and then you know working out. Shit, it's it's all the same stuff. Yeah. So what would you suggest for somebody coming in looking for a compound bow? What is that something y'all offer there at the archery den? Is that something y'all sell? Yeah. Well, so we sell compounds. I mean, um, yeah. And crossbows. That's what I was trying to get at. Sorry. Yeah. So we sell crossbows and we have them ranged from anywhere from, um, uh, 500 bucks to the sky's the limit. I mean, these new ones out now, there's some, Ravens out. Matthews has one. It's in the mission line. Um, Ten Point has one. They're well over $1,800. Um, crossbows are great for some people, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have them. We, we set you up. That, you know, we, we'll get you shooting straight and close at the 10-yard mark, and then all you got to do is side down like a rifle. So, they're – they're not bad. That's that's probably a good a good way for somebody to start out. But I I know if you really want to be a some people say a real bow hunter, they, you go for the compound. So yeah. I'll throw I'll throw it out there. I'm not a real bow hunter because I've used a crossbow and had and had success. <laughs> Here's the thing, like with me, and this is what I would tell anybody who shoots a crossbow or a compound bow or a rifle or a shotgun, whatever you're shooting at, vary your sight. Like, that's the problem is guys have gone from compound bows to – or they've gone just rifle hunting to a crossbow and shoot it like a rifle, and it's not totally different. I got out west in Kansas, and we lose more deer, but we can't find them every year with a crossbow compared to a compound bow. It's the same thing. You've got to practice. It's, it doesn't – they're awesome equipment. And they can kill a deer fast. They can kill an elk, whatever. You're shooting quick, and they're zipping through the air, but you've got to practice with it. You know, it's not just go sight it in and then go to the tree. They're just like a bow. You've got to practice with it. Yeah. Well, you see a, you see a lot of the, the crossbow or the, uh, yeah, crossbows being used for, for all kinds of different things. And then even compounds for, for bow fishing. Do y'all ever set up bows for that kind of thing through the shop? Yeah. Oh yeah, um, I love the bow fish. Bow fishing's a blast because I like to shoot a bow. So deer season, 
I'll hunt 90 days and maybe shoot one or two arrows bow fishing. You hunt two hours and shoot 200 times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we order man. We set them up. Um, we've got a guy that we can set people up for with a trip. Um, super good dude. He runs a great boat, runs a great shop. Um, but yeah, bow fit and bow fishing's getting bigger and bigger. It's like every year, especially in the state of Tennessee, we've got some great water um, and some great areas to shoot fish on yeah awesome yeah i think it'd be fun to try out i mean you know you gotta you gotta um worry about the refraction in the water and that kind of thing you know and, and shoot over yeah. and things like that so it'd be a challenge for sure if you think you're aiming low enough aim lower refraction will, will get you every time <laughs> yeah. oh well we're gonna run out of time but i, I wanted to I want to pick Carl's brain real quick. What what do you think the Titans are going to do this year? You think after last season they're going to uh, pull it off this year? I mean, they looked pretty good toward the late, later part of the season last year. They had a great team uh, last year. That was probably the best team, easily the best team they've had uh, since I've been down in the state of Tennessee. Uh, but are, is there going to be a season this year? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Well, they had the draft. They've got some. They yeah. got some new players out there, and hopefully, they're going to have a season. But you don't ever know. Yeah, I mean, hypothetically, let's say they do have a season. I'd like to think. Uh, I think their formula of how they won, won last year. I think that's going to carry over. Um, obviously, they're missing some pieces on defense again, though, this year. So the offense, they look kind of sad, but we'll see how the defense does this year. Yeah, train train away nine nine, uh, Jarrell Casey. That's gonna be a it's gonna be different. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Carl. Appreciate you uh, sharing today on on the show. And uh, uh, I I grew up in Nebraska, so Cornhusker, Hawkeye, you know, kind of kind of right there with you. Uh, but anyway, I I wanted to ask you about. Uh, oh yeah, had to do it. He had to do it. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Tennessee. What what drew you to hang around here after uh, after the football careers? It just just the, a good place to be, or, or what? What was uh, a, co- a combination of a lot of things? Um, my brother, he still lives down here. Um, great friends down here. Obviously, uh, Logan being one of them, and me and him own a business together so um but the weather uh although i hate the summer down here the summer's garbage down here uh, <laughs> if i if i were to complain a little bit but um i do miss the winters a little bit but uh, you, you really cannot uh can't go wrong with the weather down here but it, it's a great state great area um there's a lot to like down here that's good well welcome to tennessee yeah glad appreciate to it yeah awesome awesome well i appreciate you guys i mean it's been a fun day fun show i think uh, folks will enjoy this hopefully uh they got a few tips they can use and and they they know the right place to go to find a bow now i believe that's that's exactly that's right and maybe we can get out and do a show uh in the shop one day we'll shoot a bow or two and show folks what it's like to come by the shop and find something so thank you we appreciate it and uh look forward to getting you in the shop soon when all this stuff is uh, the pandemic is over yeah yeah i think i think everyone is looking forward to that day just to be able to get outside and or get out into to the normal routine back to what was normal but uh if you're looking for something to do the outdoors are open so find you a fishing rod or a bow or, or a gun and and uh, check your seasons get your license and go have a good time so 
But I appreciate you guys, and we'll see y'all next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then. Thank you.